Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Seriously, Dan, you know, I knew you were a smart guy from the moment I laid eyes <laughs> oh, on you. God. Very terrific. <laughs> I'm very excited to be on this podcast. Australia, huge fan. Great country. Great country. That's fantastic. Uh, Paul, excited th- th- to be here thank as you well. For, thank you for holding on to those classified no, documents Paul. for me. And let me, no, uh, Paul, let me tell you this. Paul, no, Paul, Sarber, Paul Sarber, are you Fuck, listening? Man. Are you listening? I tell you what, pigs, listen. Robert Sarver's fantastic. That's uh, so all I'm going to say. Bobby Sarver, great guy. I think I've met him once or twice. Oh, He's my God. done tremendous things uh, for the community. And uh, I'm just very much looking forward to hanging out with him again. <laughs> Who let that guy in the studio? Justin. Sorry, actually. Look, 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 look at me. Dan Fernandino, not me. I'm, I'm, I'll get all defensive. Hey, I'm what, what, what just happened? That was amazing. Hey, that was hey awesome. by the way. Can I just really quickly interject and and say welcome to this episode of Fanning Flames and also say welcome to our guest on this episode of Fanning the Flames, Jake Brogner, Bronger, Brogner, Bronger, like Bronger? I couldn't be any wronger when I talk. Oh, snap. Yeah. Also, Donald any relation Trump, to the comedian Matt Bronger? Cousin, second. Oh, really? Yeah. And he's the See, much more successful stand-up comedian. Uh, I was actually forced to sit down. Uh, he actually was able to continue <laughs> stand-up. You guys would have learned this if you if you were along for our our blind date to the Suns Grizzlies game five, Pelicans game five. Excuse not gonna me. lie, not gonna lie. Although that worked out for you guys, it's fucking weird. Let's, let's, can we just acknowledge it? That? It was extremely weird. I, I've, I'm now trying to sell a couch on Facebook Marketplace, and people are like. Can I come over to your house and take a look at it? And I'm like, you freak. I only meet up with complete strangers at basketball games. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Let's let's step back for a second here, though, because I feel like selling a couch on Facebook Marketplace is way weirder than going to a basketball game with. And and let's not. I feel like the word stranger is a little. Complete. (laughs) Yeah. Like we. we Everybody is a stranger until you meet each other. (laughs) <laughs> that we we knew we weren't like crazy, right? I mean, I feel like I put enough, even though my wife would think I put too much of my private life out there. I don't put much of it, but I put enough of it out there. Where, <laughs> unless I'm making up a lot of shit, like kids soccer and what have you. Like I, I I'm got to be a pretty normal guy, right? So Plus, you know, research people, right? <laughs> I knew I could trust you. I mean, you look on the hold internet. On, wait, you looked me up before, right? I looked you up. Like, I'm not a complete psycho. That's Dave smart. King vouched for you. Oh, uh, that's good. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh no! Hey, you know, um, dude, we we we've gone. I don't know how long we've been going already. Like what, five minutes? And we haven't mentioned somebody Anything. who we should probably mention, right? Only we've mentioned we've mentioned some stuff. Jake, Donald Trump's already been here, which is amazing. Who saw that coming? Nobody. Are you talking about my friend Bobby? Bobby's great, Justin. He does great things in the financial world. He does great. 
uh, administrative <laughs> planning for sports. He does Hold a lot on. of great things. Hold on. Hold on. Um, um, Trump. Hey, so will you chime in with answers to questions and chime in with thoughts throughout this? Within reason, sir, please, because... Justin, let know. me tell you something. You seem like a smart guy, but you're not too bright. Uh, let me tell you first off, the reason why I'm a terrific Suns fan is a very simple reason. When I saw them build the wall against Giannis Atitikupo, uh, I said, whoa, these guys get it. They tried to build a wall. Aiton is a big man. I like walls as big as him, seven feet tall. I'd go taller. Honestly, let's build them bigger. And they could not get that guy to stay out. Now, I don't know much about the Greeks and the Greek freaks and those people, but let me tell you something. You've got to build a wall. You cannot let them get to the basket. That's an important part of the game, I'm told. Oh I'm, more of a, I'm more of a football guy in real estate, but that's just me. Okay, you know. Uh, and, okay, so, all right, we're going to try this. We didn't, we did not fucking talk about this before. So we're just going to run. This is possible. Okay. Um, so, like, how do I transition to talking about Robert Sarver now? Hey, okay. Seems easy. Bobby, just hey, call him Bobby. Bobby's great. Bobby. Mm, you know, let's, let's, so let's step back. So Sarver this morning released a statement that, We'll, we'll, let's get into the statement because, like I said, we'll start from the top. Because, good lord, man, we're gonna annotate the, dude, the hell of this thing. The, <laughs> the dude cannot just go out. That's it. I'll, I'll stop there. Just go out. Say you're gonna sell the team. This could have been one line. It doesn't have to be self like an attempt to be self serving. So I'll call it an attempt because it's a horrible attempt to be self serving because it's grossly transparent it's insulting to people that read it but it's also quite comical i think so let's let's delve into it a bit shall we let's 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 do that and i'm not going to read the whole thing i'll just read the, the the highlights if you will let's start with the second paragraph which starts quote as a man of faith because he's i'm out of the quote he's starting there okay let's start there two as corinthians walk faith, into a bar justin two corinthians are walking into a bar favorite book in the bible go as a man of faith, I believe in atonement and the path to forgiveness. I expected that the commissioner's one-year suspension would provide the time for me to focus, for me to focus, make amends, and remove my personal controversy from the teams that I ha- and so many fans love. Okay, that's 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 the second paragraph of this thing. Now, I'm not I'm not a particularly religious guy. I was, I, I was raised Catholic. <laughs> As I know many of us were. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I know I know that people tend to you know, people hold out their faith and, and that's perfectly within their prerogative, right? Just like I say I don't go to church if people want to say they go to church, fantastic. I have never once heard Robert Sarver say anything like faith related. It's just odd to kind of go the religious route like that, right? Anybody else? I mean, right off the bat. I pray again. that the Suns have a title run here. Yeah, I don't it's, think it's, I've it's ever heard It's very much that. an attempt to appear pious. Oh, yeah. it is. And and it's just <laughs> the start of that attempt. But before I go further into it, Daniel, any 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 immediate, immediate I mean, let me ask you guys first. Did you guys all read the statement when it came out yes. this morning? Multiple times. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay, so Dan, Dan, I, I when, I, when I just read that right there, was that the first time you've heard it? I've heard people quote it, and they're like, oh, I've heard the other line, which is basically like, he's basically blaming cancel culture for it. Right. Yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Like I say, we'll get there, buddy. We'll get there. But, but it's, to me, it's like, once I heard he was selling the team, I'm like, okay, that, I don't, that's cool. I, that, 
Right. And I'm not going to. Is it is it tone deaf? Is it stupid? Is he painting, trying to paint himself a, a victim? Absolutely, and that's stupid. But I decided to concentrate on the fact that he's gone. Right, right, right. But but Dan, that wouldn't be fun. Sarver gave yeah, us this to talk about for a reason, right, man? I mean, come on. Like I said, it could have ended at I've decided to start the process to sell the team. That's all we needed to hear. That's all he needed to say. In fact, I think people would have been thankful if that's all he said. But it wasn't. Because, like Dan alluded to, not only did he start with citing his faith. And, and look, I'm not saying that. Well, maybe you're jumping to the second paragraph, Justin. Maybe, now, come maybe, on, be a, be a fair lawyer. Words that I deeply regret now overshadow nearly two decades of building organizations that brought people together. He regrets oh. what he did. Opening line. Right. Oh, no, no, you're, you're jumping into, but I'm a man of faith. Like, I'm just saying. Right. right. He regrets but, now because he got in trouble. Well, right. And that's yeah. kind of, and, and look, and, and but here's, here's the thing, Jake, is he could have led with that. He could have stopped it at the end of that paragraph. Well, you know, right. he could have said, I'm selling the team, but he could have. And then that would have been perfectly fine, too. Which is yeah. why, which is why I go past it, because it's. Everything beyond it, again, outside of the I'm selling the team part, is really superfluous. It doesn't matter. And all it does is try, like Dan said, he's trying to paint himself as a victim. And and again, continuing on, the next paragraph starts, quote, but in our current unforgiving climate. Yes. Yeah. Come on. That was weak sauce, Bobby. It's. (sighs) I, I, I just look at somebody like this. And and look, I, I I've I've been vocal about defending Sarver, not in this, just for the record, lest anybody be confused by anything somebody might say, like John Voida. <laughs> he was kidding. <laughs> I heard I heard how he framed it. It was fine. But can't trust a Dodger fan. Can't trust a Dodger fan. That that, however, is just factual. Um, I, I've I've defended Sarver in the whole Sarver's cheap narrative, right? Accurate because. Yeah. I thought it was, it was, it was, it was worn and it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily outside of the scope of my realm of enjoyment to just rile people up a little bit. I do it. It's also, it's also, it's also a lazy ass argument. Right. Exactly. So, but there comes a certain point when, you know, there's no logic in defense. Right. And, and what Sarver, what came out in that report, whether whether you want to look at it from a legal, ethical, moral perspective, whatever, it, it's it's casting a gigantic cloud over the team, and he needed to make the step. And again, he could have gone out graciously, but he doesn't. Doesn't he read graciously. this? Graciously is probably that? a bad word to use, but you know what I mean. Right, gracefully. <laughs> No, I, mean, I think that's a that's the that. worst word. I think. Well, okay. So, I mean, I, I'm I'm curious though. Would you have expected anything less than? Yeah, I was just gonna say the same thing. Well, I mean, he, so here's the thing: is like I I expected Sarver he could have to, gone full on nuclear and just been like, uh, "Fuck you, I'm keeping the team." How about that? And I, I like Dan said, he's leaving. And well, that, I'm not saying I'm gonna give him a big hug, but I'm just like, all right, good. Let's move on. You know, okay, we'll, I get we'll, it. You, I, I I get it. You don't want to talk off, about what he, know? I get it. You don't want to talk about what he said, but I no will. no no. Okay. I, I, we can we can talk and we can talk about him dropping trout or dropping his pants in front of employees. We can totally get, get into that. 
Oh no, we, we've we've already gone through that. Okay. I, oh, you mean I, in the, state, I broke, the official I broke, state? I broke yeah. much of that down. Believe you me. Um, <laughs> frame by constitute frame. assault. Well, <laughs> oh, that's right. You guys did get into the whole like criminal. Well, criminals different than I did remember that on the last episode. You guys were getting pissed on that last episode. Side note: Cheers Where to the Aussies again for teaching me about getting pissed. Meant you oh, had a few cocktails. In in defending the the server is cheap argument argument position right there's there's logic behind that right but at a certain point in time that logic runs out like like with all this shit that that's come out with them right Right. i'm certainly not going to step in this as much as people do deserve a defense when the investigation is done and the facts and the conclusions come out and that's when the defense ends right but you look at what sarver did here the logical thing is okay i took my hit i'm getting all this backlash i'm gonna sell the team I'll say that and I'm giving people what they want. Maybe I'm even saving myself a little bit of face by, by saying, look, I've heard the people and he doesn't need to go and say this, but by just saying I'm selling the team sends that same type of message. I hear what you're saying and I'm, I'm stepping away, but he has to go through the, I just, cause I can't be forgiven because nobody gets forgiven for it, anything. It's not my it's like, fault. Yeah. It's They're just out to get me. And like, that's, that's what sucks. Cause like, I, I honestly, I mean, I've said this before, you guys know this. I absolutely hate outrage slash cancel culture. I think it's fucking stupid, but in this instance, dude, this isn't you getting canceled. This is right. You know, fucking right. moron. Right. right. Exactly. Because look, I I'm all for putting up a fight like from, from a legal perspective, right? Like if you want to fight something you and you have the right to fight something, you fight something. But when it's done, like his is done now. Once he came out and was like, I've accepted the punishment. And and, and of course, he could have still done something if he was so inclined. But assuming that he's going to stick with that, and obviously now where we've gotten to, he's going to. But the fight's over. Yeah. But he's still somehow wanting to fight. It's like, dude, you're fighting nothing. So You're uh, fighting yourself. I mean, I... So the, the way I look, I, I think it's a lot more human nature uh, than than we're, we're looking at it. I mean, OK, imagine if he would have just said, you know what? What I did was wrong. I'm selling the team. I'm out of here. Is he not then just kind of like you see him out at a nice restaurant in Scottsdale with uh, his wife, who's apparently terrific uh, at several things. Um, and you're just like, oh, there's there's that does weird shit and shouldn't have done what he did. Or now there's going to be that segment of population that goes, you know what? I do hate cancel culture. That guy, you know, got a little bit of a raw deal. He, it's, it's the attempt to save a little bit of face with as many people as you can. There is a group of people out there that'll say, you know what? I'm not a human, a perfect human either. Um, so I can, it was that attempt, I think, of like, hey, I'm not perfect. Are, are you perfect? And it's the attempt to attract those people that are like, oh, well, yeah, I guess I can't cast stones. But if he would have just said, you know what? <clears throat> I messed up. I suck. Let me just get out of here and stop wasting your guys' time. He'd be like shun, like you just move back to California at that point, right? I mean, just sell everything and go back to. I mean, he's got what the banks in San Diego, or uh, I, don't I know, thought what, he's what, done. I thought he's done with the banks. Is he, they, oh, they, yeah. kicked, they kicked him out too. <laughs> they kicked well, him out he, first. Well, he, re- he resigned. He resigned or retired. Oh, right. from board I'm, I'm sure. But no, hold I'm on. Sure hold he liquidated. On, no, actually, yeah. he's good. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's actually, good. I feel like, dude, that makes a lot of sense, actually. But well, I did I mean, not think about yeah. it from that perspective because effectively lean into it, right? Okay. He already I, has this. He already has. He's sitting there. Let's put ourselves in, in, in Sarver's shoes. 
he's sitting there and he's like, all right, I already have a segment of the population that no matter what I do at this point are going to hate me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I might as well lean away from them and into the segment that right now maybe still that I, are open. I can, I can yeah, that are open to the conversation. Hey. Well, think think of it this way. I mean, how many? I mean, do you, do any of you guys have more than one kid? For example, no. Okay. Yes. Um, Justin, Justin does. Justin does. Okay. So, I, I, well, I'm imagining this because I have an older he brother. Answered, he asked the question any of you guys. So, the well, yeah, answer I, I, for all of us should have been yes, just for the record, guys. <laughs> Technically. Any of you, yes, one person does. But, okay, so Justin knows this then from doing being a good, responsible father is that when you catch one of your kids red-handed, maybe like retaliating to somebody, and you say, I just saw you did that. What's the first thing they said? But they did this. <laughs> and an attempt to save face. I'm, it, it, Cyber's yeah. being childish, and it's sad to see a 60-year-old billionaire acting like a child. But I'm saying it's a human nature response to be like, now let me tell you all the good I did and how you guys still don't give a shit um, about all the charity stuff I did, all this other stuff. Uh, I, you, everyone wants to hate on me. And so I'm, I'm not saying he's forgiven in any way. He's not. But, uh, and uh, and I made this uh, joke to you, Justin, the other day, but it, it, it's kind of, Burr said, all the people that made money while working with uh, Robert Sarver for the longest time, and then just now they're like, yeah, he should really leave. Are they going to turn in their yachts uh, that they made uh, with that man? Uh, or are they just going to be like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, we're really disappointed in you. But yeah. we were there to make money with you all along the way and continue to enable you. I mean, it's it's a human nature type thing. It doesn't excuse his behavior at all. But I can totally see why he'd rather do that then be like, ostracize me. I am now forever yeah. unclean well, and all. Well, and especially, presence. especially if you take into account, I mean, you know, some, and, and this isn't even particular to Sarver. I think anybody at that, at that level, you know, of success has a certain degree of narcissism within them. Right. Certain degree. So, yeah. So, so, Looking at it from the perspective as a man of faith, of, you have to. No, as a man, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude. As a man of faith, I'm going to lean into the asshole side as hard as possible. Right? Oh, I love it. What a. I understand exactly so what you're getting at, Bobby. <laughs> there it is. They're coming after me as well. Dynamite drop. Dynamite drop. Thank Take you. That sun's jam. You got, you've got drops. <laughs> we got impressions. <laughs> side note. Side note. No, you do not have drops. Lightweight losers. So I just, that was a great conversation, guys. I did want, I do want to just kind of <laughs> go at it from. <laughs> Thank you. I thought I brought my A game as well. You guys did. You right. guys did. And Dan and I sat here and watched it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Come back into did the I, fold. Yeah. Did we, but, did we jeopardize and monopolize? You monopolize. I don't know about jeopardize. Monopolize <laughs> and jeopardize. But what I, what I did want to say was, um, to your point, Jake, the, the other side of that, though, is like, OK, yeah, if he bowed out and just kind of was contrite and was like, yeah, you know, I, I did. I fucked up. You know, I'm going to learn from it and, you know, hopefully be a better person. He I don't think he would be I would think he would be probably less ostracized than I mean, yes, because now you t- you turn the people who like, oh, I just want you to go away. And like, you can go live your life and be rich and hang out with your rich friends and nobody gives a shit about you to now I see you in public. I would be like, Hey, fuck you motherfucker. You know? And like, so that's the other side of it. You know, Hold it was on. like, 
Wait, are you saying you would say that to him if you actually saw him in public? I might. No. If I have enough, just, if I have enough, uh, just, uh I mean, no matter me. what, it just seems re- okay. That's fair. Well done. Nice. <laughs> hey, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby you suck. There. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, look, I, I'm just, I, I feel like it's just like, it's, it just seems rude, mean. Like, I don't know. I'm Maybe I'm too nice of a guy deep down at heart. I'm really too, a, I'm, too I'm zen, kind of, dude. I'm, I'm kind of an enigma, if you think about it. Like, I like to think that I'm a really nice person deep down, but I, I would adventure to guess most people probably like the guy's an asshole. I don't know, man. An enigma wrapped in a mystery nestled in a sesame seed bun of deliciousness. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, I butchered where I was trying to go, but I appreciate you helping me land it. Yeah. I was about to say, where are you going with this, buddy? Yeah. An enigma wrapped in a mystery nestled in a, oh, God, so, I forgot what it was. Either way. That's what you see. So are we, are we done? Are we good on the Sarver statement now? Yes. I think, I feel like. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. We can move on. Dude, uh, yeah. Let's go move yeah. on to the good stuff. And I'll say this. For What's those the good stuff? Out there that are so pissed <laughs> off. Frank Oops. Hello. Whoa. Oops. Yeah. Hello. We're listening. Um, Wow. Hey guys, can we can you guys do me a favor? One at a time, like try. No. There's four of us this time. It's it's tough. So, uh, Daniel, your turn. Don't make me start muting people. So yeah, so uh, my advice is uh, guys get 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 over the statement, not you guys, but in general. I know people are pissed off. Oh, it belittles all these people. That's cool and all. Okay, cool. But let it go. We got what we wanted. He's gone. He's selling the team. We're going to have a new ownership. Get over yourself. Let it go. The statement sucked. What did you expect? It's Robert Sarver. I didn't expect anything less. Just let's move on. New ownership. Well said. Well said. Paul, do you have something to say? Because your hand is up in Zoom. <laughs> I was looking for the hand-raising gesture, too. <laughs> no, I was just trying to allow for turns. Oh, it doesn't work for But, me. yeah, I do. I do. Um, but, yeah, Dan's, Dan's right. Yeah, he's no use wasting our energy on him it's i'd rather look forward to what could potentially be a new owner and you know what that potentially means for the future of this team and you know whether it's this season or you know future seasons after that let me ask you guys so just a a quick question before we uh before we talk about the important things like signing uh what's his name frank jackson um but before we get to frankie uh, Frankie J. Um, Frankie does Joe. Sarver's work and charitable efforts lay any type of grounds for contrition prior? I mean, it, uh, this this is something that a lot. I think again, kind of the human aspect of if you do something for the community, and then is turns out that in the past you weren't very good. Um, do people should people go? You know what? Um, that one thing you did wiped out everything or, uh, should people say you fucked up, you got to go. Um, it's just not for you kind of deal. I mean, you know, there's that slight differential, but I mean, like this is something we see a lot of times with like, for example, corporations do this all Mm -hmm. the time, right? Where they're like, like a Walmart will be like, well, we gave several millions of dollars to, to children and to, uh, you know, people like that. And it's like, well, great, but it's also like a, a tax you know, a uh, yeah. deal that you they guys save a little bit of money on. So, I mean, is there any type of thing that like, cause that's the vibe I got from Sarver is like, I've tried to be decent and clearly I've got no goodwill 
built up and and maybe he doesn't. I mean, I don't, I don't live in Phoenix, so I don't know like what his reputation is around the Valley besides being cheap 15 years ago. Um, I mean, so what is his, you guys live in, you know, Arizona, what is the vibe of, you know, billionaire Bobby? Well, it's, it's not good. Um, obviously, <laughs> you know, the <laughs> to say the least, it's so the obvious. Yeah. When there was a very, very big opportunity to just fucking hit and hit, hit somebody with a human anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Well, here's, here's the thing with that is Robert Sarver. He's, he doesn't understand that he's, he's basically walking around with two strikes. Any, any little reason to get him out, everyone's going to jump on him. So this whole, Oh, you know, I've, I've done X, Y, and Z. I've gone to all these classes. I, that if he wasn't such a shitty owner and messed up so much, I, maybe people would be more forgiving if, but, and then what else? Nothing that fucked him was, when the story came out, when Baxter Holmes dropped the story, a, a series of statements were released about, you know, uh, you know, false accusations or whatnot. This story's coming out with all these baseless claims. He could have gotten out in front of this when this landed and said, hey, you know what? This story's going to come out. Let's be more prepared than this. And, so, and could have said, hey, you know what? Yes, I've made mistakes in the past. I've done XYZ. I'm cooperating with the NBA. You know, I've become a better but he didn't mm-hmm. it, everything was denial of all all up until the end right all up until the end he had you know the ownership group that came out to support him all this other stuff and then you know you, you just and i think this his statement just proves that no he doesn't i don't think robert sarver thinks he needs to change which is yeah. the fucked up part you know what i mean and the, i feel like the statement obviously proves that because he's just yeah. like Fuck, man! I swear, if we weren't in 2022 in this cancel culture, I'd, I'd still be the owner. <laughs> I guess we are. Yeah, Justin, real quick, can, do you still have the the statement up in front of you? Uh, yeah. Can you reread that sentence that you kept going back to? Because there was a comment I wanted to make about that, but I don't remember the specifics of the what it was the saying. one the one where he started. The faith one. Yeah. Oh, the faith one. Yeah. Paragraph uh, as two. A, as a paragraph two. Line one, as a a man of faith, I believe in atonement and the path to forgiveness. I expected that the commissioner's one-year suspension would provide the time for me to focus, make amends, and remove my personal controversy from the teams that I and so many fans love. Just, I read that and it doesn't, like he says, like focus and make amends, but it doesn't really say that he understands what he did wrong. Like, he's yeah. like, I just want to, I'm going to step away, you know, maybe find a new bit, couple new business ventures, you hope know, I got some free time. <laughs> hope it blows over, you know, apologize to my Lama. partners, yeah. apologize to my partners who I, you know, cause controversy for, but is he really going to go talk to all those employees that he harassed and That's make amends point. to them? Well, and, and, and kind of like what I was getting to, and, and, and Dan answered pretty well, because I was thinking this too. I mean, uh, so Al McCoy, beloved Al McCoy, is not accused of anything, for the record. Let's get that very clear up front. But if something <laughs> oh, came out... I don't know where you're going with this. Oh, no, 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 I was going to say, <laughs> whoa, trust me, I'm going to be very careful with, hey, I was own, I was own uh, Al McCoy. Um, 
you know, mm. he's 89 years old. Is there a chance that sometime in his youth or something like that, something had happened? Absolutely. But I think what Dan's Point. talking about is like, there's a reputation, a consistent behavior of decency and belovedness from like an Al McCoy that if, if something was to be accused of him he, and he would say, you know what? Wow. Um, I terribly regret that. I, uh, I want to do whatever I can to make amends. The community would be like, you know what, Al, God dang it. You know, we, we know what's in your heart. You're good. Bob doesn't have that. Uh, Bobby doesn't have that. Bob, Robert has kind of like made one mistake after another. And it's just like, oh, well now, Hey, you know, like, I, well, why don't you guys forgive me? It's like, Robert, you never really got yourself a good reputation in the community. I mean, not like you could have uh, never tried, maybe. And maybe it's got no equity. It's got no equity built. Exactly. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, no, no down payments. Well, and okay, two two things. First, kind of to your point, Paul. I think let's let's go let's go to paragraph one. (laughs) The very first word, how he starts this. Words that I deeply regret now overshadow, and, and I'll stop there, et cetera, et cetera, okay? Overshadow to, to make sure I'm giving it a fair shake, actually, Jake. Words oh, that in. I, quote, words that I deeply regret now overshadow nearly two decades of building organizations that brought people together, and I'll stop there. Words that I deeply regret. Now, let's, let's, let's think about this. The report that came out obviously talked about things that Robert Sarver had said, yes. But what do we gather from, and what what does the report also say about the general environment, the workplace Mm -hmm. environment there, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Basically, Robert Sarver, as the head of the organization, promoted what can be called a hostile work environment, right? And again, you look at what (laughs) is stated in this and you you think he's saying specifically words. It's almost like he's refusing to acknowledge the the extent of the impact of those words. Right. The actions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So and and okay, And the other thing and then and then we'll, I don't know, move on to something sort of related, but not directly. I got an idea. Uh The whole the whole the whole, you know, helping in the community and stuff. I get where you're coming from with that, but doesn't an NBA team almost have an obligation to do that anyway? Is he really doing anything that isn't a normal expectation? I would say no. It's not like we're seeing him out at those things. He throws money at stuff, and then people in his organization are the ones who go out and do those things. Fair point, yeah. I saw him at the groundbreaking of the practice facility. He was there for sure, though. So, (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Yeah. But, but no, I mean, again, and that doesn't take away from how important that is to the the city, to the community. But does does that really should that give him any benefit of the doubt, any credit, any good goodwill? I I, I don't I don't I don't think so because it's not above and beyond in any way, right? Even if you just look at it from a strictly logical perspective, right? If it's also, not above and beyond, why should he get credit for anything? Also doesn't earn him the right to be a jackass. Right. Certainly. <laughs> Nothing earns you the right to be a jackass. Right. Well, no, I, and I'll, I'll just say this, though. You know, of all the Suns pods I've heard so far, and just like, well, and Twitter is a bit of a cesspool in terms of sports opinions anyway. Um, this has already been the fairest shake that I think Bobby Sarver is ever going to get in the court of public opinion, which is he's a jerk. 
He needs to go. But we've looked at everything. You know, everyone, he sucks. Oh, why does he suck so bad? He sucks the most. It's like, okay, but like, let's talk about like Robert the person just a moment. And it's like, yeah, he yeah. messed up and he's like, yeah, go. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's a sincere thing. I mean, uh, there's, you know, and, and, well, you, you know, some people legit, you know what the, you know what the mercy is, is he's going to quadruple his capital investment. So, oh, and that's, yeah. And you know what? It sucks. And I know people are pissed about that, but dude, okay. You know what? Give him his money. He can go, he can go spend the next 10, 15, 20 years of his life somewhere. And eventually he's just going to go away. He's going to be an afterthought. He's going to be another rich asshole that we have plenty of here. And guess what? I hate to break it to you guys. The next son's owner going to be another rich asshole. (laughs) Probably just not going to be as bad as Robert Sarver. Hopefully he's not a massage dumb about it. Stupid. He's not a fucking shitty owner. But guess what? That's what rich people are, man. It it, it is what it is. And I don't. You're not going to get somebody. You're not going to get motherfucking Teresa to. to <laughs> She's to be loaded. She was loaded. <laughs> no. How did you just refer to her? Motherfucking motherfucking Teresa. <laughs> we don't know what she was like before she became, you know, what she was. The church is going to reach out to Justin now. No, and and look, and and here's the thing, dude. Like, I appreciate Jake. By the way, you saying that, um, because I, I again, dude, this is like this is my this is my like my real life, not not yeah. not the not Robert Sarver and like the way he acts, but I mean this type of yeah. scenario, this situation. Justin's so, Robert Sarver. Throughout all of this, <laughs> Justin, I, I, Justin runs hostile workplaces. <laughs> <laughs> He's the I'm like, king of hostile workplaces. I'm the lawyer. See, here's here's Sarver's problem. He didn't have a lawyer like me that would show him how to get away with that shit. There That's you the go. Problem. There you go. No, no, I'm completely kidding. I'll tell you this. You know what? I will say one thing. You know, let me let me let me use my 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 platform of of tens and tens of people for for a moment, if I may. <laughs> Dude, this kind of shit happens all the time mm-hmm. in the workplace. Yeah. And I think I said this on the last pod. Well, the sons and the employees at the sons are fortunate from the perspective that that's an organization that has enough public interest that outcry actually results in a significant change because guess what you know what let's talk about Adam Silver for a second. I might be well you know what I bet I'm not the only one. But I'm in the great minority of 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 the people when I when I say this, I think he got it absolutely right. But I've also obviously been very vocal in saying that I, I think ever since the stuff came out about what was actually going on is if that was all true, Sarver had to be out as an owner, too. But so Silver went up there after he issued that uh, uh, the punishment in that press conference, stumbling over his words, right? And basically said, owners have, there's, there's a, there's a different, uh, a, a different, what's the word? Different I'm standard. A different standard applies to the owners than, than employees. That's true. That's absolutely true, guys. And the, in, in the reality the of ugly, is, the ugly is truth, is, man. because here's the thing. Look, let's, let's look at this from a, let's take all the MBA shit out of it, Right. And let's just say we're in, you know, ABC company down the road. It makes widgets. 
and an employee makes widgets. Right. Let's go back to all the way back to law school, Paul. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. If 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 all that stuff is going on at that company and one of the employees goes to the EEOC and says, hey, there's a hostile work environment, sexual harassment, et cetera, et cetera. The EEOC, EEOC investigates does what they're going to do. They find find cause, whatever. Maybe there's a resolution. This shit happened, by the way, of course, with the Suns, because that's why there are those those NDAs, which, like I said, in the last part are settlement agreements. But totally lost my train of thought. Where was I? Somebody help me. Uh, the, the, the company's not going to go, like, yes, they don't yes, take EOC, the company away from EOC, it. thank you. Thank they you, they thank look you. out for the company, not the employees. Yes, so EOC, no. So the EOC will go and do what they do. Uh, maybe there'll be a resolution. The EOC in that type of situation, in all likelihood, is going to go, yeah, cause finding. There's, there's, There are violations going on here. But you know what the EOC can't do? Anything to that owner outside of financial stuff. I mean, I, I, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Maybe somebody out there will be like, no, they can't, they they can't take a, They time. can't take a company but, away from you. Right. And, and, and I, I tweeted this last week sometime, I think it was, and the, the biggest hurdle there is you're effectively taking away somebody's personal property, right? Right. I think I think what is different about the, like sports teams just and there are probably other organizations similar to this is that you know like yes he's an owner but it's a privilege there's a level of it's a privilege to be an owner of a team because there there's the overarching league at, that oversees it versus random you know he can't take that business and just like do his own thing with it. It has to be part of this ecosystem that has a standard that it's a, pre, you know, it's, you know, hold on, hold, no, 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 no. But none of that has anything to do with why he's leaving. Cause none of that's, none of that's what's forcing him out. No, Three no, it, of the no, it's not, it's not, but there is, there is these, the, the rights of owners of you know, company ABC over here that sells widgets that just kind of sells to people and whatever and kind of exists in its own ecosystem versus the rights of an owner who bought into a select you know umbrella of organizations that are as um, John Najafi put in his letter was you know we're we're not we're temporary. The, the organization exists. We're a steward of it for a time being, you know, it's, it's the whole, we root for jerseys, not the people in them. And that's the same thing with the owners. The owners are temporary. The organization is going to exist. I mean, yes, even like, you know, the Disney's and the um, freaking Toyota's and whatnot of the world they do as well, but they're also yeah. owned by, but they're owned by the public. Technically all those are owned owned on the stock market. But, but, but I mean, you're, you're telling me there aren't companies out there that have been passed down by generations or have gone through sales where it's like, okay, you just bought the company that was owned by other people before and continue the business. No, I'm not saying that. So, I'm, no, I'm but, not saying that. I guess, I guess, I mean, I, I, guess, I know it, what you're saying. I just, it's I, a I just, privilege saying to I, I disagree because be accepted if, into the club. But, in that, but, but that privilege has nothing to do with why he's being, why he's leaving. Right. True. But, but there's also a level – I would say there should be – you are a public steward of, you know, a thing in a way. I mean, they're not, you know, they're not public, you know, you know, not, you know, I don't know where I'm going with this. They serve, I, I know they serve I'm a public with. purpose. They serve, serve, serve a public, public purpose. Interest. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, so, I, I think I think 
Robert is looking at this like this is probably the best time to get out because if he 100%. went to classes and then came back a year later and it's like I'm reformed but maybe I'm not because he didn't he does not seem like he gets exactly again why he's being accused of these things and so he might get theoretically potentially less but I will say that oh, hold on on a second here Justin hold on uh, I, I'm going to jump in because I, I know this is something that some fans are arguing on here which is. You look at, okay, I was wondering, yeah. Um, <laughs> you see this kind of stuff. Um, this is the difference, though, between the NBA, which is trying to ride, run a tighter ship than places like the NFL. I mean, you look at Deshaun Watson, and it's like, okay, um, how many women have accused you of this stuff? Okay, well. Dan Snyder? 13, 13 14 games. Dan Snyder, exactly. Well, is is Snyder stuff, out? Did I miss, am I misremembering well, that? No, he's no, not. He's not. Mm-hmm. They just had to change the name of the team. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. The commanders. Um, but uh, I, I mean, you, you know, you have these players like um, uh, Kareem Hunt, a good example. Uh, we all saw that video uh, of him kicking a woman in a hallway. He's now in the Cleveland Brown. Cleveland seems to like, you know, like to it's risk Cleveland. for the biscuit. It's, it's Cleveland. Cleveland. Risk for the, nobody, <laughs> as, as Joachim Noah would say, nobody's going for vacation to Cleveland. But um, in, there's, there's certain things that, uh, like Myers Leonard, for example, is not going to get a job in the NBA anytime soon that I can re- recall. So if you, man, it's also far, he sucks though. So. That's true. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's my Myers, that's Myers my Leonard. Point. Was that's my Luka. point. If you're a if Deshaun was, uh, Watson, yeah. if you are Deshaun Watson, uh, or or if you are a uh, you know a Anthony Edwards got in some trouble obviously recently. If you have the talent, and owners can't display that, for example then you just, you, you're gone. You're persona non grata. And uh, understandably, the NBA, especially in an ownership perspective, and I think, Paul, this is what you're getting at, is it's a club that's trying to cultivate a public image, image as, a, as a group of what the sport is. And it's a reason why we all, this is a reason why we like to tune into game 39 of an 82-game series, or 82-game season. Uh, For a team that was winning 20 games of the season. Exactly. I I flew down to Phoenix to watch uh, a team uh, during the 10 10 years of terribleness and uh, and watch them go like uh, 24 and whatever. And uh, it was horrible. But it's my team. I like to go there and and support my team. So I I, I think it's kind of – if you have the talent, you can potentially find another job. You can't display that in a – management position right and i think from an owner like if you're an owner who you know puts out all the stops to win you know yeah like i can see the fan base maybe forgiving a little bit more but like to dan's point from earlier is he's he's sitting at the plate with two strikes you know because he's not he wasn't He's not a known entity as a beloved owner. Right. right? Yeah, he, exactly. He's not Just, so, Jerry Colangelo. Justin. <laughs> so we've learned that the, the the hand up thing means nothing to this group, right? It okay. means nothing to me. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> I mean, it would if anybody else put it up, but not you, Justin. But that's, that's say, 20 I'd years say, already. Say, it doesn't work for Dan or more. I, I. <laughs> I would say something, but I don't want you to angrily storm out. So I will leave it at that, Paul. I will leave it at that. I'm not, I'm not storming um, out tonight. Um, 
Jake, something you said like seven minutes ago that I, I wanted to comment on. You mentioned you no. mentioned the time. You mentioned the timing of Sarver leaving. Not only for all the reasons you guys talked about thereafter, but also value wise. I heard an interesting little tidbit, and I, I forgot who they said tweeted it, but it was on Gambo uh, Burns and Gambo this afternoon. Uh, they said that there is a tweet that indicated the Suns are amongst the you know circles of people that would buy teams or whatever, right? Are considered a really valuable commodity because they could be a very popular destination for players and what have you under the right ownership was kind of the qualifying mm-hmm. language. So, if Sarver, if 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 there if there's truth behind that, you have to know that gets to Sarver's camp, right? You have to then sit there and think. He's thinking the longer I'm involved, the less value that we have in the team, because the longer it's going to take for whatever rehab needs to be done to be done. Right. Right now, where they stand, presumably the goodwill that James Jones has garnered is perhaps taking a hit because of this. Right. I'm speculating. We don't know. But but who knows? Same way, the value of the team presumably would take that kind of hit. So if we want to if we want to continue the hey, Sarver just loves the money narrative. Well, hey, maybe there's even more reason for him to get out right now. It's 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 really probably the, the the high time for him to do it because all he can do based on what's gone on since that report came out by sticking around the team is damage it, right? Whether he's hands-on or not, just having his name attached to it. Because one thing that I, I had said before that wouldn't have surprised me if it went down the road was him being removed as managing member, but still maintaining his ownership piece but at least then is just kind of a silent a silent owner now obviously it's not going that route but again you know what's uh, what's hilarious to me and <laughs> I, I mean you guys probably have thought the same thing was how adam silver was like i don't care how stupid i fucking look i'm gonna keep i'm gonna wipe my hands clean of this which he basically did, and he's like, and I'm going to let the court of public opinion do the rest of the oh, work. Oh yeah, they did. He that was a hundred percent on purpose. Because <laughs> he's like, we'll play it, Adam Silver. He's you like, he's like I, I can't he's get like, the owners know. to vote this guy out, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna lowball the suspend the like p- punishment, so it gets everybody pissed off, and you know, once the money starts fucking up, then you know you're gonna get his own people kicking him out. It's Lord of the Flies. Well, and wasn't Silver's statement like, whoa, can you guys believe this? Uh, that's all they did? Well, that's all they did. Leave it to you. <laughs> yeah, he like po- poked in from like the background, just kind of like it like chimes in and fades back in. <laughs> like he's like, whoa, that's that's nothing gone. <laughs> I know I know where you're going. I know where you're going. And Paul, I, I don't know that I don't know that he lowballed the punishment. I think he put the punishment where he could that would avoid Sarver pushing back a lot harder. Right. Right. Which apparently he did. I'd be, I'd be interested what I'd be, would be interested to see kind of what they had wanted to come out him with, like what their first salvo punishment was. and, And when I say, when I say come back harder, I mean, actually this is the punishment and now he wants to fight it through legal channels. Right. Right. Oh that's, yeah. That's yeah. what I'm referencing. Yeah. Which would have been the worst thing. Right. Exactly. And that's why, that's why I keep saying silver did what he had to do because the precedent out there is very minimal. And he put it, I, I mean, one year is really, 
it's like, ah, you can't really fight that, but it's not nothing. Right. So I think he did exactly right. what, and, and you guys are right. The, the, the rest is, has played out in the public, uh, the core public opinion. And let's talk about his press conference. Well, that was a mess, right? We can all agree. Disaster. Look, but he also Adam had a fall Sil- sword Adam for the other 29 owners. Adam Silver is not an idiot. Right. He could have, he could have, he could have walked his way through that, said it very eloquently if he wanted to. People that are like, oh, I can't believe he was so I don't think he was unprepared. I think he was putting that on. Yeah. Honestly. I, yeah, he could have easily gone out there and be like, listen, I don't think Robert Sarver should be an owner in the NBA anymore. This is this is awful, but this is based on the charter. What I am physically able to do is this. He could have he could have very easily hid behind the, the the constitution and bylaws. That's that's what that's what he could have done if he didn't want anything else to come of it. If he didn't want to make sure it was more newsworthy, and maybe and and okay, maybe he didn't put it on, but he intentionally did not prepare himself that he, in, in a situation where he very easily could have to provide eloquent or half-hearted answers. In a way that would have been like, okay, well, that's that's what the commissioner's doing. That's what he's gonna do, kind of thing, you know? Right. But hey, let's talk about something a little bit different. Who wants to throw out a guess of who the next owner of the Phoenix Suns is gonna be? All signs point towards Bob Iger being the next majority owner. Um when you say all signs, do you mean like uh, Twitter? I- no, no, not Twitter. No, I, I don't Fuck. know. Like I said, I don't know what's going on. No, know. just, uh, you know, it, there was interest. It, he had expressed interest prior uh, on, on the Suns. If the Suns were, if the Suns are ever available, I'd love to buy them. Um, he's really close with Adam Silver. Obviously, he's uh, really the CEO. I was getting there, but thank you. Um, also, you know, former CEO oh, of Disney. Hand. Former CEO of Disney. Uh, you know, so he's got, he doesn't have all the money, obviously. I think he's only worth about 800 million only. Um, <laughs> right. And uh, like, Paul great. Said, we're going to get another poor owner. Oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, also, uh, you know, he's, he's very close with Chris Paul, a mentor to him for many years, dating back to his day with the days of the Clippers, um, you know, 10 plus year relationship. So, and then Adam Silver had said publicly that he's on the next, he, he should be, up there on the next, you know, list of people that should, excuse me, own an NBA franchise. So th- those signs is what I'm saying. If somebody like Jeff Bezos and, you know, I, I put that out on Twitter yesterday. I was like, or today I was like, you know, if Jeff Bezos bought the Suns, that would be awesome. Um, talk about unlimited resources, but uh, people have an issue with that. I don't know. Um, Jeff, Be- don't know, Jeff Bezos is going to, is going to buy the Sonics when they, do the expansion. That's what Jeff Bezos is going to do. Makes sense, he's, yeah. he's so connected to Seattle. That makes sense for Bezos. No, I think, I think Bezos just wants a franchise. I don't think he's going to be picky about right. it. I mean, it's one of 32. Right. It's one of 30 his private now. jet will fly into sky Harbor. Oh yeah. I'm not saying, <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I mean, if there is going to be a team, like it's on the docket in the next couple right. of years, there's going to be two more teams. They're going to do Vegas. They're going to do, well, they- um, Seattle. Seattle. You guys saw that. You guys saw the rumors that they might have actually announced that during the preseason, right? Oh, I did not. I did not. No, because they're having exhibition games in both Vegas and Seattle. 
Oh, in the preseason, speculation says that they might announce that's why they're doing it. Because so then the next ha- next episode for us after that is okay. Who do we save in that expansion draft? Right. <laughs> who are we willing to give up? <laughs> but anyway, I, sorry, look, Tory I, Craig. I would just. I, I would. <laughs> I, I would. I, I want a. I want an owner with deep pockets. I want somebody to bring out their checkbook and say, "How much? Three three billion dollars? Here you go." Yeah. Just don't deposit this till Monday so I can transfer money into my checking account. You know? Why why is nobody taking a look at the Green Bay Packers model and just saying no. that all of Brightside no. uh, no. should just then you guys, all the fans you need should a cash buy in. You need, if you ever need a cash in flux, you need and, you need you need private owners. I feel I feel like do you have anybody that you think might be the next owner of the Suns? No. I, I do feel like we there goes oh, the mic. Oh, uh, I oh. do feel like we need an Australian. Um, oh. Perhaps uh, the Aussie pod could find somebody. But uh, actually, that would be really interesting. Kind of like when the Russian guy uh, took control of the Nets. We should get an Aussie guy in here to celebrate the Suns. But no, there's got to be somebody in the Valley. I, I, I And Dan made a good point uh, before we started recording about how uh, – and I think this is worthwhile because especially for Suns fans like me that don't live in Arizona, that um, the commitment would be that the Suns will stay in Phoenix for quite a long time. Um, so is there somebody who's the richest guy in the Phoenix area? I mean, like uh, the, the Robert Sarver. Like, is he real? No, probably no, not. No, no, I don't not. feel like he is. Uh, I, don't, you know? I don't think you're going to – here's the thing with that. Somebody here in Arizona, I don't think there's anybody that's going to come close to that. There, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of people here with money, but to, to, for somebody, you know – The guy who go, owns Carvana is the richest go. guy in Arizona. Um, Steve okay. Ballmer. You know, Steve Ballmer literally, again, just wrote a check for $2 billion and bought the Clippers. That's, and, then, and then what? And then how bought much, the Forum. Yeah, and how much is that? And then also, how much is that arena they're building? There's like a five billion dollar arena, something ridiculous like that. So th- that's that's what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, that's what you, need. you need as as uh, my friends used to say. Uh, that's not just like rich money. That's like fuck you money. And uh, or excuse yeah. me, Justin. I mean, uh, freaky money. money. No, no, no it's, we'll go no, with freaky no, money. No, no, Wait, no, what, it's, what, it's what, fuck you money. Uh, fuck you why, money. Why do you apologize to me? Well, I, it's, well, you know, you, you seem I'm a man like, of. Do I, is it because I'm a man of faith? You're a man of faith, and you believe in atonement. <laughs> oh, and we lost Dan. Dan <laughs> left. We offended him. Sorry. And Dan left as soon as we talked about atonement. Get, yeah, let's talk about. Let's talk I, about. Hold on. Differences hold on. in the Phoenix Suns. Can we talk about how good no. Frank Jackson's going to be? Oh, Dan's back. Hold <laughs> on. Let's let's step back. I feel like I feel like the whole like who's the next owner thing was I not like hinting heavily enough for the whole Trump thing right there? No, was I not? I mean, no. Oh, oh. sorry. Well, did you want me to ask him, Justin? <laughs> no, now it's too late. No, no, it's never too late. Hold on, let, 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 let me hold on. Let me Let me go check with him. Okay, let me go check with him. I thought he was an earshot. Let me tell you something, Justin. Uh, I'm glad you just brought me back on, but let me tell you something. Uh, first off, I'd want to see more defense from this team. You've got to build a wall, a wall on defense, <laughs> a wall defending the hoop. It's <laughs> extremely important. But let me tell you something. I could buy this organization. I've declared bankruptcy before. I could do it again. 
And but you know, I'm looking at my sights are a little higher at this moment. You know, I don't. I'm not looking at the White House of Phoenix. I'm looking at the White Houses of other places. So. I've got friends. I've got terrific friends, lots of rich people. Uh, there's others out there, I'm sure. Okay. So it sounds like Donald Trump is off the table, unfortunately. Damn, fortunately. I was really, I was really oh, no, looking. I was really looking. He's overvaluing say it's worth eighteen billion. He's looking. He's looking at Orlando. If I'm, if I'm being was, honest, you know, Amway Center. Really, yeah. I was. I was actually really looking forward to the KFC Arena. Damn it. Right. Wait, is Barstow like a good, like spicy chicken serve? No, dude, it's because Donald Trump loves KFC. He loves Mm. KFC. Well, he loves fast food. Yeah, fast food in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a magna. Remember, I know this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. But, but Justin, if I may, if I may, sir, because this is a question I wanted to hear from uh, Suns fandom. So I'm going. I'm going to take this opportunity Do on it. your podcast and Paul's podcast and Dan's podcast to ask this very important question. The you Suns, can call it mine. That's fine. We'll go with that. Yeah, either way. Uh, but my question is: okay, See, he's a nice guy. Had, I'm a nice guy down a, down deep, but I, I just can't help but be. Okay, okay, that's what yeah, it is. Exactly, I can't Robert help Sarver. Yeah, See, but look, I, you're the, the managing guys, partner the of this podcast. Me, they know yeah. I don't mean that. That's all it is. Yeah. Oh shit. But oh, uh, I need to look in the mirror. Go on. So uh, I I know Dave does not like it. Uh, Dave King like it when I bring up. Whiteside or Dwight Howard. And I get that. That's fine. It's more of a joke than anything <laughs> at this point. But here's my point. Um, the Suns have picked up a player on a non-guaranteed contract. And I was wondering, and, and correct me where I'm wrong, we have a full mid-level exception still. Why did we not throw that at the best available player on a one-year deal with the expectation that at the trade deadline, if necessary, if the guy's not working out, which, you know, probably might not be, but I mean, I was listening to flex on uh, Suns jam earlier and it was the Suns are big fish hunting is what the, you know, as, as flex points out, throw all that money at one player. We don't care how Robert Sarver spends his money right now. We're not worried about his uh, financial situation. Spend the full mid-level exception with the expectation that we could potentially trade that along with several other expirings because we do have great tradable assets, players that contribute. Why are we going with Frank Jackson? Well, so who are you talking about? You say, I mean, you just say throw the money at the best available. So, I mean, exactly. Give me a name. Yeah, right. Am I I based by needing a name here? uh, Whiteside, Howard, Carmelo. Neither of them are, none of them are worth the full mid-level. No, 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 exactly. Nobody's (laughs) worth that. But if it's an expiring one-year deal that we can throw in there and they become like our 10th guy let's let's step back let's step back let's reframe your question yeah let's do it and then i'll I'll ask the first and you can start take over okay does anybody does anybody present want carmelo anthony on the phoenix suns this year nope i'm open to it i do not paul nah i'm all right (laughs) that's paul's nice way of saying no Clearly, I should have been on the Aussies podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, those guys love Carmelo. I mean, <laughs> if you want to explain yourself, you're welcome to. But hmm. you can also ask the questions like that. Else, well, so I, I, I was originally thinking uh, Dennis Schroeder, which who Mister Cancer uh, Cancer Culture, because uh, everywhere he goes, 
Yeah. His teammates seem to not like him. But um, I, I was wondering why we weren't throwing the full mid-level at somebody. And I understand that, you know, for the longest time, we were looking for Kevin Durant, and he kind yeah. of froze free agency a little bit. Definitely mm-hmm. for us. But yeah. now that Durant's out, there's nobody. We And we just did a non-guaranteed contract to Frank Jackson. I mean, it, it seemed to me not – the best move to try and go big fish hunting because Frank Jackson ideally should never see the floor. I w- I almost would have rather I don't think signed Alfred Payton. Yeah, no, exactly. I would almost have rather seen Alfred Payton come back to the team. I think you're I think you're reading too much into the Frank Johnson Frank Johnson Frank Frank. Oh, what about Frank whatever his name? I see. I don't know his name. I don't know. No, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. He averaged ten points last season. So here's here's the thing with that. Um, I mean, you don't have to use the mid level exception, you know, in the off season. Uh, you know, mm. players are going to be cut during training camp to save money. Um, there's a lot of cut at the trade deadline. That too. Uh, I was going to get there. There's a lot of expiring contracts that may be bought out. Um, I'd keep a close eye on that Harrison Barnes situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Suns have shown interest in Harrison Barnes. Um, I think we talked about it on our podcast last episode. Uh, me and Flex. Yeah. Iowa um, State. Iowa State pride of um, Iowa. So, so, you know, there's that, you know, a situation like that, right? They, uh, okay. they get bought out and let's say the Warriors like, oh, come back. You know, we can only offer you the minimum. And the Suns are like, hey, dude, man, level exception, six and a half million dollars. We'll pay you a little more, compete for a championship. You'll get plenty of playing time here. Um, you'll be our essentially our sixth man. Um, you know, I, I still think Cam Johnson's going to end up starting regardless. But I think that's what they they. Well, your point is valid, right? Your point's valid. Like, why would you just let that kind of you know just expire or not you know not use that? I think they're most definitely going to use that. They're just waiting for the right player because I mean, you could throw it at Whiteside at Howard at fucking uh carmelo anthony but if you can get harrison barnes and said who's younger and he still plays at a high level on a on a prove it deal where he wants maybe he wants to get paid again that's when you use that in my opinion i mean that could be completely off base but i think they're just waiting for the right release again uh you know buyout market in the middle of the season another uh, you know situation might rise you know arise as well you always you know you always get these players that they get traded and then they get traded to a place like Oklahoma City, and Oklahoma City's like, well, we're gonna buy you out. And now, you know, one one man's trash is another man's treasure, you know, for lack of a better term. I think yeah. there's also a level of at this point, like if you sign a free agent, like you know, there's that that December 15th deadline, right? Of like that's when like most of the free agents become available to be traded. Like, because that's six or a certain number of six months or whatever it is after the start of free agency that that that's a rolling clock so if we sign somebody now for the full mid-level exception if i understand it correctly that person can't be signed until that period of time has passed on that contract so that would be past the trade deadline at this point so if you're signing but somebody you're signing somebody you want to keep at this point and i I mean i don't i don't know how I don't know the rules behind the mid-level exception and, and being able to trade that, you know, my, my cap expert blocked me on Twitter. So I, I don't, I don't know anymore. <laughs> um, 
but you know, the I, I the, the cap the cap expert. Get it right. Son should hire him. Is that Justin's old law partner or law school no. buddy? Oh God, no, Nate. <laughs> anyway. I got. I haven't been. What, what, on I, what I was gonna. What I was gonna say, or what I started saying, Jake, and I think the guys summed. Well, didn't sum it up. They explained it quite well. Is I think you're reading into the Frank Jackson signing a little much. Okay. You're looking at it like, okay, this is the last thing that they're going to do. But I don't yeah. think you should look at it and think the Suns are done. I mean, obviously, there's news out there that the Suns are actively shopping Jay, right? Yeah. So. Frank Jackson signing is a signing. It is what it is, but I, I don't think you sit there and go, all right, that means James Jones is done with his off season or done dealing or that, that means that that middle level exception is going to go to waste. So <laughs> excuse me. But, sorry, buddy. Perfect. By the way, did Perfect. you guys know there's odds out on who the sun's next owner is going to be? Ooh. No. Who, who's Bob, number one? Bob Iger plus plus one twenty five. Ooh. Uh, Jeff Bezos plus 350. Artie Moreno, who used to have ownership in the Suns, if I'm not mistaken, um, back in the Jerry Colangelo days, a current owner of the Angels, although he is looking to sell them, plus mm-hmm. 650. Elon Musk plus 650. Uh, Michael Bidwell plus 800. Uh, Lucas Walton, who I think that's the is that the Walmart guy that just bought the well, of the Walton clan, dude, yeah. that yeah, guy yeah. is that that dude is building a place right next to Books Place that makes Books Place look like my home. Oh, that's awesome! If 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 it's the right guy, it's it's an heir to one of those gigantic yeah. uh, things, and I believe. And if if I recall correctly, somebody was telling me he's building as part of it, and and mind you, this is smack dab in the middle of Paradise Valley, so not yeah, there's not a lot of land. <laughs> yeah, so and, and it's not cheap. He's so building he's, like a, it's like a 50 car garage for his fucking compound. car collection. Yeah. So, so yeah, plus, plus 1200 for him. Um, our, 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 our guest of the night, Donald Trump plus 1400. Oh, <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then lastly, uh, Bill Gates plus 1800. Melinda Gates. You want, you want to like a stand-up owner. Who's uh, yeah, but have- I'm, I'm, it just says Bill Gates. Dude. You know? I know. No, I'm just saying, but they're they're separated now, and all she does is like give all her money to charity. Well, Man. can't like uh, like can't, for legitimately. Uh, can't Je- Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, I'm sure, has the money to buy the Suns too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but what? Sorry, so I kind of you know went off topic there, off the rails a little bit. But is what, Jimmy Eat World on that list or Nate? No, 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 no. I'm good. They're starting. I, I think there's going to be a bidding war. No, Nate Roos wants to buy the Mavericks so he can. No, he wants to buy the Toronto Raptors. So he continued to uh, to love on Luca. Um, anyway, hmm. so yeah, so let me ask you guys this, okay? Um, Jay, uh, mentioned Jay Crowder um, on on the block. What do you? What's your guys' opinion? Because we haven't talked about this. What's your guys' opinion on both Boyan Bogdanovich? I don't know. You know, part of me, I, I appreciate Jones not going too hard after the jazz players because I keep seeing Sun's Twitter being like, all right, we get Vanderbilt, we get uh, Clarkson. Uh, yeah, Clarkson. And and I did not realize. So when I watch Jay Clarkson play the Suns, I feel like he doesn't miss a shot. 
But then I actually look at his stats and see that maybe Jay Crowder actually hits shots better than Clarkson does. He just doesn't take as many. Um, I, I, Clarkson can get hotter and he's super streaky, but I don't think that like the idea of like, okay, let's go get Clarkson and uh, Boyan and uh, and Vanderbilt for, I don't know, Sarich, Crowder and Craig or something like that. Don't know if that's anything besides shuffling the reshuffling the uh, deck chairs on the Titanic. I mean, not that we're singing. I still think we're actually very competitive, uh, unlike some other Suns podcasts that put us at like low odds to compete for a title. Uh, you know, the fact we had the best record in the league last year, we should still be looking at. Then we had as a top team competing. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So me and me and Flex talked about that. We actually recorded today. Coast Coast Podcast. Go check that out. Um, we talk, I, I, we both agreed that I would rather have Jordan Clarkson than Boyan Bogdanovich, but I was just going to say that uh, uh, God, and, and, my, and, and not and, just because he's half Filipino, but that is awesome. Cause <laughs> I mean, you're looking essentially for somebody to come off the bench and provide a spark, which Jordan Clarkson can, and he can get his own shot. Um, our, our reasoning behind it is, and again, this is going to rub people the wrong way because they want something done now. I would rather keep my bullet in the chamber. Um, I'd rather, and we, 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 me and Flex both agreed. I'd rather trade Jay for a first round pick mm. because I feel like the Suns can go big game hunting. And we talked about it earlier. It's not necessarily Kevin Durant, although if it is Kevin Durant, fucking great, because um, I think that situation is just gonna that situation is gonna blow up in their face, and it's 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 gonna get ugly. Oh, I can't wait for Kyrie on media day. Oh, dude, not wait for Kyrie on media day. Um, so it's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be that, or, uh, we brought up a name that a lot of people on Twitter brought out and that's Shaggy Elders Alexander. Um, if you guys didn't notice, he has all of a sudden an MCL sprain that's going to keep him out of the beginning of the training camp. Ooh. I'm not saying it's not a legitimate injury, but how many times are you going to tell this kid that he has to sit out games so that Oklahoma city can tank because let's be real. They're going to tank the season again, check Colmgren's out for the season. Uh, you know, they have this, they have all these draft picks and they have this, this generational player in, um, shit, uh, Wimbayama, Victor Wimbayana, mm-hmm. who's like, who's like seven ten and like is a fluid basketball player. I'm exaggerating, of course. So that player very well may become available. And, um, I mean, Shagros, Shai Gildas Alexander, if you trade for him, you automatically have your replacement for, Chris Paul, I mean, in-house. I would love seeing SGA uh, line up with us. I, I just, and I'm sure, I mean, the Thunders are no fools. I mean, what are they going to demand? If it's picks and matching salary on expiring contracts, roll it out, right? I mean, it, let, let's yeah. let's do it. But, um, you know, if it's anybody, it's if it's like a Mikhail or – Maybe even a camp. Well, maybe maybe a camp. I don't know. Well, I mean, it, it, well, the thing is, if you think about that with 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 the with the Thunder, they're not looking for that. No. Obviously, Sam Presti's just he's just wants picks. He mm-hmm. controls the next like eight clear drafts. that cap. Yeah. So I mean, if if it's all it's going to take is expiring and picks, yeah. Oh yeah. And and you know, if you look at the at the benchmark, that I mean, and I said this earlier, I swear. Kevin Durant would be a son right now if it weren't for the fucking Minnesota Timberwolves throwing five first round picks at <laughs> the Utah Jazz for Rudy Gobert. I, 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 one hundred percent, I one hundred percent believe that. 
But I feel like the Donovan Mitchell trade kind of reset the market a little bit and made it a little bit more realistic. So that might play into the Suns' favor. Again, not saying they're going to get, you know, SGA, but I think they're going to be in really good position to get somebody like that. And I, I know people want to make moves now and they want, they're like, Hey man, we got to get better. We got to get better. We got to get better. But we've always said, right. We do not give a fuck about the regular season next year. It is all about getting to the playoffs and getting back to the finals. So if you don't care about the regular season, what's the point making a panic move now, hold your cards, chill, we already know the Suns can win games in the regular season. They won 64 of them last season with this basically it's the exact same team. So why not just tread water a little bit, you know, hold your cards and, and, you know, keep that ace in the hole and just wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Cause chances are, you know, if it's not the net situation, if it's not SGA, somebody else is going to become available. I think that's a good point to wrap up this episode of fanning the flames because we've been running a little bit long gentlemen. A little so, bit. Jake, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you? Well, you can find me at uh, Fallen Founder. Uh, this is how many how many Suns podcasts are in there? St. Louis, they can find I, you in St. Louis, rolling on dubs. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's definitely not North Carolina taking our shirts off and swinging around like a helicopter. <laughs> we are much more Nelly uh, blasting well, it up. Takes here. me back to college, right? Well, there, there, are, there are and there are, the, the official number I believe is four thousand seven hundred and thirty-six Suns right. podcasts. Well, I, I, don't I, I forget, three more to start next don't week. Forget which one is the longest running. I, I will say this. Uh, I'm, I remain the ultimate uh, Phoenix Suns free agent on podcast, uh, uh, having now done Suns Jam uh, and Suns Solar Panel in addition to this uh, Fanning the Flames show. So uh, Aussie Suns, hit me up because Londale's not going to do it. What a dick. Huh? Especially <laughs> right. after Gavin called him a piece of shit last episode you're really like, it's aggressive man i mean as a fellow australian i feel like jock would understand that right right it's true yeah, it, was, it was said with love <laughs> that's true that's true okay that, and that's and, how the aussies speak love and you can find me on twitter i'm at so says jay paul you're here to say it i'm at dervish of world dan where can everybody uh, come yell at you I am at Dan Duarte one. Do not send for all to your my best inbox. MAGA content. Yeah, for for this MAGA net, I might actually. Oh man, I kind of want. I was. I almost put that in my description on Twitter, but I'm like, eh, <laughs> might not the best people, idea. People, people won't get it. Um, so, yeah, uh, and at Coast Coast Pod one. Sorry, uh, go check out the Coast Coast podcast. We dropped an episode today, talking about a lot of the same stuff we talked about today, but um, obviously some insight from Flex, who's talk to his people so go check a lot out. more measured and controlled of a uh discussion <laughs> dan before he gets all liquored up and pissed off <laughs> and you can find me on truth social at uh, no. <laughs> oh shit oh my Justin, god did you, did you cut him off my goodness let him do his own plug <laughs> I, I apologize. The the censors came through and uh, did their thing. I I, I couldn't. Truth social I, I, just shut down. I had no control over it. No control. And you can find our pod at Fan the Flames NBA. I think it's still there. I have no idea. It is fantastic. And Jake, thank you for joining us. Tell your friend, Mr. Trump, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. And until the next time we get to join all of you beautiful, beautiful people. 
Thank you for joining us and have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Good night. Just